Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Good morning, DFW. Sean and RJ here on 105.3 The Fan. It is, of course, a football Friday getting you set. For Cowboys Lions over the weekend. Got a little injury report, Bobby Bell? We do. Tyron Smith will likely be available. It sounds like Mike McCarthy sounded like he thinks he's going to be there. Um, He's listed as questionable officially, but it's looking positive that you're going to have him out there, which you really need because Aiden Hutchinson is really good for the Lions. So uh, Rico Dowdle out, and as Mike McCarthy indicated to us last segment, that should mean a little bit more Deuce Vaughn. A little bit more Deuce Vaughn, which Cowboy fans are going to love. They've been clamoring for him at times. Uh, some have. Some haven't. Some are like, all right, I've seen enough of that. He's a fun player. He's a fun player, dude. I, I go, Even at camp, you can see, I mean, if you could see him. because he, he's, he he's hard to see. He's hard to spot. Uh, which I think, that yeah, you know, we always talked about, is that an advantage? Like a, like a little tiny short running back that they get lost behind the line. Is that an advantage? I have no idea if that actually is. It's a fun thing to talk about, but I have no idea if it actually is an advantage. I know at times, guys, defenders will tell you it can be hard to spot guys like that sometimes. Barry Sanders was that way. Guys would say that that made it even more difficult. It was just he was small. He was hard to find behind the line of scrimmage. I could see that. And then he runs by you. Yep. Because he's, he's he was, he was uh, kind of quick. Uh, okay, so uh, Dowdle out, and it looks like Tyron is going to play. And, and what's the story with... Uh, with Malik, why why not him? So he's had his three practice squad elevations. That's the max you're allowed in a season. If you want to get him back on, you have to sign him to the active roster. So Cowboys don't want to give up a roster spot. They don't want to cut anybody. So with that, they just say, "All right, we've got Rico, or we've got Deuce Vaughn here, Hunter Lipke. That's going to be our backup running back situation." So they just don't want to sign their running back to the active roster. Okay, and then just for the for the idiots, uh, me, um. Would they not be able to put a player that's on the active on the practice squad, or they you would have to cut them to no, do that? No, you'd have to outright cut them. Okay, so you can't just go. There's no way you can just go up you and down. You can't swap. Like yeah, you got to cut somebody off the 53. Okay. Which right. they just did. They just cut Rashawn Evans to get Matt Willetsko on the roster, and so they probably just feel like they don't have anybody they want to cut right now. <sighs> not in favor of Malik Davis, anyway. No, that's true. Uh, okay, so here we go. Last night, how did you divvy up your time, by the way? Uh, I was mainly focused on the Mavericks. Mavericks looking for some revenge last night. That's right. what I was. That's right. what I was focused on. Even without Luka Doncic, I was focused. Okay, on the Mavs. no Luka. So let's do that. Let's let's start with the Mavs then, because you were mostly on the Mavs. I was mostly on the football. Perfect. You, you were mostly on the Mavs. We'll start with the Mavs. The Mavs taking on Minnesota without Luka. Curry tried the pocket pass stolen by Nam. Edwards pull up three. Cash. For, uh, Wolves TV with the call, 44 for Anthony Edwards. Minnesota 118-110 uh, over the Dallas Mavericks. Uh, and you know, back-to-back for the Mavs. They played the night before. And back-to-back losses for the Dallas Mavs. Back-to-back, no Luka, no Kyrie. You're going against the top team in the West in Minnesota. It's just, it was it was a recipe for failure last night. You were not going to beat that Minnesota Timberwolves team in all likelihood. But... You know, they showed some toughness. They showed some fight. Uh, and Tim Hardaway Jr. putting up 32 last night. You got the good version of Tim. Uh, Derek Lively obviously got in some foul trouble early. Five fouls in just 15 minutes. That's back-to-back games where he's kind of struggled. But, look, at the end of the day, I think just a competitive game against the Minnesota Timberwolves without Luka Doncic is a victory for them. So, uh, there's positive things you can take out of this game. But, ultimately, uh, you know, you just chalk that one up to you were beat by a better team, and you didn't have your two best players. Uh, and you allowed 20 to Rudy Gobert. I mean, Rudy Gobert's not been bad this year. He, but he's, he he ain't a 20-point guy. No, not not as a standard. No. Not, not as a standard. You're correct. And, and I, I would love to go back and look. I mean, I, I would go see, because they, they're undefeated this year when he scores 20. 
Uh, I would love to see his team's record when he scores 20 points. It's it usually, has to be amazing. Usually he's a difference maker. That's that's the way that because I mean if you're if you're allowing Gobert to get that many things inside that just means you're Swiss cheese on the Swiss interior. Swiss cheese, uh, no doubt about it. Uh, so the Mavs lose and they are they have a night off and they play tomorrow night in Golden State. This is a tough four day stretch. Cleveland, good team. Minnesota, good team. Golden State, good team in four days. Uh, you should have beat. You should have beat. Should have beat Cleveland. Cleveland was. Depleted. You should have beat them, but you didn't. You blew it. You, you couldn't score in the second half. Luka went stone cold over the first quarter, really. Yeah, well, at the first half. Second half, he was terrible. Uh, so you should have beat Cleveland, but you didn't. And now you're going to have to win a road game against Golden State, who, you know, they won, They had won five straight without Draymond before losing to Denver on Christmas Day. So now you're going to beat them on the road? That's, that's uh, That ain't easy, man. By the way, Timberwolves are 3-0 and this year when Gobert scores 20. Last year, they were 7-4. and That's surprising. So that's surprised they were only seven and four. Um, all right. Well, there you go. Uh, it is uh, stars tonight at home, seven o'clock against the Chicago Blackhawks. Connor Bedard. Uh, not a bad, not a bad start to that career, man. No, really exciting start. player. That's going to be, I mean, that'll be a draw for anybody who wants to, you know, take in one of the best young players in hockey. Obviously, stars looking to bounce back after that blues game. But like we talked about, that was that was a, a, a difficult thing that you had to do there when you had the three-day layoff and then you had to travel the day of the game, even though it's a quick, what, one-and-a-half-hour flight, one-hour flight, if, whatever if it If it's be. an hour and a half. Yeah, whatever. Just be an hour and change. May, yeah, it, it may not be very long. But either way, the, the day of travel, you, you're, you're sitting there, you're fighting, you're scrapping, you lose that game, looking for a bounce back. But uh, tough game against the Blues the Look, other night. Looking for some revenge tonight. Looking for some revenge. I don't go. know what you want. So they got the Blackhawks tonight and... The Blackhawks on New Year's Eve. They got their New Year's Eve game again this year. Look so at that. Back to back with uh, with Chicago in town. Look at that. Back to backs and uh, also uh, city city note for those of you traveling down city there. City note. Yeah, a note from the city of Dallas. If you're traveling down for the Stars game that night or whatever else you're doing, I believe it's starting at 6 p.m. Dart is giving free rides uh, on New Year's Eve because they're it's a it's a citywide effort to try and prevent some of the drunk driving out there. So. Start free ride starting at six p.m. Did they are they doing? I'm not, I'm not going to come down for it, but do they do? Are they doing the uh, victory park New Year's Eve celebration I'm again? Sure, I they are. I haven't seen anything about it, but I, I do know that the Dart service as a yeah. community effort to try and prevent yeah. drunk drivers out on the road. And for New Fort Year's Worth Eve. does something too. Um, they 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 have they have they've done something down at Sundance Square uh, with uh, uh, with New Year's Eve. Last night it was Browns with a chance to get in the playoffs for the first time since 2021. Joe Flacco got hit. He rolls out of the hit. He runs it. And then he throws it. And Ford caught it at the 30, at the 20, at the 15, at the 10, at the 5. He's still going. And he pulls his way in. Touchdown, Jerome Ford. A play you will not believe. Browns radio with the call. Good call there. Brownies win 37-20 over the Jets. They're 11 and 5. They clinch a very rare playoff berth. How rare? Well, they made it in 2020. It was the 2021 season when they played a game, but it was sorry, the 2021 calendar year when they played the game, but it was the 2020 season. These are the Browns last five playoff appearances. 2020 2002, jeez. 94 and 89. I believe that 2002 game was started by Kelly Holcomb. It was Kelly Holcomb, and they were destroying Pittsburgh, and they blew it. Yep. And Pittsburgh came back and won. Yeah. Like that was like a. It was a great game. I think there was snow that day. It was. It was a good game. Tommy Maddox or Bubby Brister or <laughs> Bubby Brister, <laughs> Neil O'Donnell. Like I, there was no reason that that the Browns lost that game. That was an awful loss uh, for Cleveland. So I also went back and looked. Because the Browns are in the playoffs and the Lions are in the playoffs. So what was the year, the last year, the Browns and Lions both made the playoffs in the same season? Let's ask Jason Aldean. 1994. It was. Did you look that up? Yeah, I did. You did look that up? (laughs) I cheated. Son of a. Prior to that, 1982. Jeez, and that was a strike season. 
Prior to that, 1958. Close, 57. Oh, my gosh. The Lions, that was the Lions' last championship, right? They were, they've been rebuilding since 1957. Yeah. So, the last three times the Browns and Lions made the playoffs in the same year, 94, 82, 57. <sighs> Cowboys weren't even in existence. That the, means that even in, like, my dad's lifetime, it's happened twice. This is, these are the two poster children for futility in the sport, and it's it's a good story that they both are in uh, the postseason at the same time. Get us set for a little bit of Final Four action in college football over the weekend. Yep, you're going to get Michigan and Alabama, obviously. By the way, a lot of rumors are starting to kick up about Jim Harbaugh going to the NFL, specifically with the Chargers really? job. Yeah, he was getting a lot of questions about it, Was was kind of being a little passive trying to blow things off didn't really want to address any of it talking about how he's focused on Alabama and that's what he was worried about so some distraction there and then of course we get Texas versus Washington Michael Penix talking some serious smack about the Texas defensive line and you always worry about how does that play in a locker room how how is that going to potentially uh motivate guys but one of the interesting things that we saw yesterday you remember uh Jalen Milrow had to deal with a lot of different trash talk uh over the the course of this season yeah just being like a guy who it's like ah he can't do it he's not he's not really a a a true quarterback well one of those critics apparently was bill o'brien who was the former alabama offensive coordinator bill o'brien apparently told him how would it feel if i told you that you sucked oh no jalen milrow said uh told reporters look where i'm at right now so who gets the last laugh yeah so a very motivated jalen milrow heading into this game against michigan i am so excited for this set of games though i think it'll be great i i feel really confident i, I know there's a lot of people who are worried about it i feel really confident about michigan i think really Mich- i think michigan's gonna beat bama you, you're handily. you're on an island Handily. You're on an island. Bama wins by double digits. I was on an island when I said Bama would lose to Texas. So, I don't know that you're on an island. You also said they would lose three games this season. And they should have. Well, they lost they one. Didn't. They didn't. Uh, oh. That's it. The Bama-Michigan game. Uh, the line has stayed pretty set. We're it's around one and a half, two. Uh, that, that's at four o'clock. That's from the Rose Bowl on ESPN. Texas-Washington, 745 on ESPN from the Superdome. Kind of a home game uh, for Texas. Um, also on January, well, we got some, how about some, how about this last night, uh, you had Oklahoma, uh, took on Arizona and Arizona wins 38 to 24 SMU loses their boy. I was sad to see this. The welcome to the ACC on trending on Twitter, mm. uh, cause SMU loses at Boston college. It was at Boston college at Fenway park. 23 to 14. Yeah. That was not totally a fair setup for them, but. Who decides that they wanted to see a bowl game at Fenway Park? You I mean, don't. who decides they want? I mean, uh, I don't know. It's, you enjoyed I mean, Fenway cool. when you went. I loved Fenway. I, I thought it was great. And you didn't anticipate you would. And I didn't anticipate I would. I love Yankee Stadium. It's great. I don't want to see a bowl game there. I would love to see Wrigley Field. I don't want to see a bowl game there. The Bad Boy Mowers, they don't even have grass in the Bronx. Why is Bad Boy Mowers sponsoring that game? Makes no sense. This is the things I sit up and think about <laughs> at night. But I mean, look, it's just it's it's cool, it's quirky, it's fun. But like, I don't think SMU was dying to play in twenty degree weather. No, absolutely uh, not. In some, in some especially range. with what feels like probably a sort of home field advantage yep. for Boston College. Uh, Rutgers beats Miami thirty one twenty four. NC State falls to K State twenty eight to nineteen. Today you got Clemson Kentucky, a good one, a good one. Supposedly on paper on CBS. Oregon State and Notre Dame, 19 versus 16, but so many opt-outs. You also have Missouri and Ohio State tonight. That game will be on the Degenerate coming up. Uh, let's see. We'll do the Degenerate here in the next segment uh-huh. in the Expressway. We'll do the Degenerate, and I will have Missouri and Ohio State. There are some headlines for the day here on Sean and RJ on 105.3 The Fan. We will do the Degenerate coming up next. We will do the Junk Drawer Coming up next, and Bobby caught up with the great Nate Newton. And he's got some audio to play for you. Coming up next on 105 Through the Fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. 
Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Good morning, DFW. Sean and RJ here on 105.3 The Fan. KNC Masterpiece live from Burleson today. Buffalo Wild Wings 12-832 South Freeway. Go see Reggie and Bassick out there today. The home... Of Kelly Clarkson, old Burleson. Oh, Kelly Clarkson. Boy, every time we've been out in Burleson for events or whatever else, that area shows up. So I know it's going to be crazy out there today at that Buffalo Wild Wings. They show up in big numbers for us whenever we go out to Burleson. Yeah, they do. They Oh, man, do they We did ever. the Twin Peaks out there, Twin you remember? Peaks. And oh, my gosh, it was packed. Slammed. That was the day of the Amari Cooper trade. Because I remember you were very frustrated. And when it was time for your roundtable discussion, you blamed me for it. You said that I was the reason that they got nothing for Amari Cooper. Um, did I say that? Yep. I you said no that idea, you said I? that I had I had talked to openly about the fact that they wanted to get rid of Amari Cooper, so I crashed their value. I did. I did say that. Yep. Said it was yeah. my fault. Yeah, you are to blame. So that's fair. I get blamed for a lot of other things, so why not take that one too? You should be blamed for that. I don't. I don't. Think there's any question about it. You absolutely should be blamed. But for But you know one. what, Chop? It's been a great year. It has been a great year here on on Sean and RJ in the morning show. We are, we're 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 riding high on the ratings train. Everybody's doing really well right now. So it is our last show of the year. So we've been playing just some some clips throughout the show, things that we uh, some of our favorite yeah. moments throughout the year. And one of my favorites that okay. stood out was back in February when Peyton made a shocking discovery about Valentine's Day. Sean, RJ, and Bobby on DFW Sports Station 105.3 The Fan. Thanks for being a toe low on this Valentine's Day. Peyton, now, is this, like, uncomfortable for you? Like, is this a night where you... I mean, at least it's not the weekend, right? It's much easier being solo on a weekday. I mean, Valentine's Day has always been on a Tuesday, so, you know, it's normal. But, I mean, I Is it always... Yeah, it's always on the Tuesday. Oh, okay. It is? Every year it's on a Tuesday. <laughs> Every year. The calendar. Is he right saying, about this? No. No, <laughs> no it's not. <laughs> what, what, it's what, not Thanksgiving, is what, it? Yes. What, is this the Gregorian calendar? What do you want? Julian calendar? <laughs> what do you got there? I was on to something. I know it's been on more Tuesdays than any other day of the week. That's not true at all. I, I think so. also not true. So. It's I, been on Tuesdays just as many times as it's been on Wednesdays and Thursdays and Fridays. Well, it depends when it started, though, right? Because you then you got Groundhog's Day and... Groundhogs? Yeah. Well, there's two, you know. There's huh? two groundhogs. Yeah. Oh, my God. What do you mean there's two? <laughs> Peyton thinks there's Peyton. Punxsutawney Phil. Peyton, no, Peyton thinks the shadow is the second groundhog. Yeah. <laughs> groundhog Day is always on the second. You okay. And then Valentine's Day is always on the 14th. But Thanksgiving's always on a Thursday. Yeah. 
That's that was close. Was last the last couple of years it was on Tuesday though. When so. I no it last was couple not. years. I think so. I don't no, think it was like three. That. Yeah. Pain. The last three have definitely not been on a Look, Tuesday. We learned something every day. Okay, that was, that was just a bad day, bad timing. But now I, I have someone on my Valentine's Day when whatever day it is this week. Yeah, you do. Wednesday. See, that's the thing. He's never had one. Oh, well, so that's not true. About so it. he's that's never true. He's never had to worry about it. Now he's gonna have to know. I so. do think they put it too close to Christmas. I mean, you're Valentine's just pay, you're just paying that credit card bill off. If Ooh, you yeah, paid it true. off, I mean, you still may be months away. Yeah, because you got Christmas thing. You probably got the New Year's Eve spending, and then you get into Valentine's Day. Mackenzie's birthday's in January, so I'm triple screwed there. I go I mean, three, three, three straight months. I saw my son's birthday's today. Happy birthday, Luca! Happy oh. birthday, Luca! Uh, so I've, I've, you know, he had, he had gifts for Christmas, and you can't double up. You can't double up. You've got to, it. It's like it's, it is a complete separate thing. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I don't. I refuse to even use Christmas themed wrapping paper for him. You're that hardline. Look, I'm not gonna, I don't screw him over. It's his birthday. I don't wrap things. A lot of times I'll just buy things and then be like, here it is. Is that bad of me that I don't give them the, the satisfaction of opening it? Yeah. Because I was too lazy to just wrap it? Yeah, I, that bothers me. Like anybody, like if you don't, like let's say you, you don't open the door for trick-or-treaters. It's like somebody opened the door for you. Oh, I would open in the door. Yeah, 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 I, I would like, do that. Know, don't be the Grinch. But, like, man, somebody opened the, it for you. Pay it for it. No, I'll, ra- I'll wrap the Christmas presents, but sometimes for the birthday present, it'll just be like, I didn't have time to wrap this. I'm going to the back. Here it is. I'm handing it to oh, you. Oh, yeah. You're, you're screwed. I don't think that's screwing them up. It's just as exciting, yeah. isn't it? it? It Well, it's exciting, but I don't know if it's just as exciting. Yeah. Uh, let's do uh, let's do your Nate Newton audio. Yeah, so this was a, a really, this is a bit of a longer clip, but I thought this was an important one for us to play because... It really spells out something that we've talked a lot about, um, which is Brian has brought up in recent weeks the idea that some of their road struggles, he believes, have to do with communication along the offensive line and that cadence, that cadence that we've become so familiar with the, you know, here we go, go. why did he say that? That whole thing has become just a, a meme on the internet, essentially. But a lot of people, I feel like, view the cadence as... Like, like if you're not, if you haven't spent a lot of time studying the game or anything else, you may view the cadence as similar to the starting gun of a race or something. We're just like, if, that should just be the the basically the go signal. How is it that it would cause this many problems if everybody's, you know, it's not like you got a bunch of false starts. So what would the cadence have to do with that? So we were doing Cowboys crosstalk myself, Kevin Hagelin. Uh, we had Dave Campo and well, Nate Newton on Wednesday night. Uh, it aired here on 105.3 The Fan at 7 o'clock. It was also on DallasCowboys.com. And I wanted to ask Nate specifically about this idea that Brian had brought up. And we talked to John Mashota. Mashota thought it was a, a we were on to something there. Uh, McCarthy told us last hour that, you know, yeah, communication is a big part of the road issues. So I wanted to ask Nate specifically about cadence, about how that getting impacted on the road could cause problems for the team, and he gave a really good, detailed answer about his experience with cadence on the road as a player and what the purpose of the cadence is uh-huh. and how it can impact things. So this is a longer clip, but I think it's really important to listen to what Nate Newton had, what Nate Newton had to say. We used to get out of the huddle fast. We That didn't mean because we got out of the huddle fast, we was going to run the play fast. A lot of times you want to give your quarterback a chance to survey. More importantly, you want to give your center a chance to see the five guys that we're going to take. Normally the four down guys and the one linebacker. Or if they're running a three, four, uh, the six guys. Because, we, you know, with, when then Moose would be involved. Mm-hmm. So we, the coach, and that would give us, defense or offensive linemen, a chance, our center, for step nice to say, okay, we got 55 to 33 and the quarterback okay they got 55 to 33 so that alert the wide receiver out there that if both if this 33 come along with 55 it's a hot it's a hot. you break right this now. thing off yeah. right now so now but the quarterback may change the play boom 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 he may flip it all the way to the other side so now we're looking at 55 still but now we got 26 over here this receiver got to be alerted to it this tight end now because we move the power this tight end got to be alerted to it Clock get down about 12. Ready, 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 ready. Here we go, here we go. Play is in lock. It's locked now. We're not going to change it. And now you're asking a lot from your offensive line, and you're asking a lot from your receivers. And when it's loud, something can be lost in communications. But the reason I wanted Coach to go, because what Jimmy did, when we go to New Orleans, we stop with all this ready, ready. Yes. We we start, we get our best five running plays 
with two variations off our best five running plays. Now, a lot of our receiving stuff stayed in place because we wasn't a, a, a West Coast offense. So what we called in the huddle, we could adjust to anything on the field. When we used to have a loud, like New Orleans, a, a, a Seattle, uh, even we going up to play the Steelers, if we had to hold hands, yeah. Right. You know, if we if we had to let our center say green, 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 and then we'll all go 1,001, 1,002, we all move together. We practice this. So that's a longer clip, but I think it was really important to, to kind of hear. You hear him describing there that when they've got the cadence and they're calling things out and that they're identifying, hey, from this defensive player right here, this number here, we're pointing out this number to this number, we've got this, okay? And so... Mm-hmm. The receivers then know due to the cadence. Okay, all right, if I see this guy go, if this this number here, that's somebody the offensive line is supposed to have. So if this guy goes, I got to break this off. If this is somebody coming on a blitz, I've got to break this off, and we've got to respond to that. If the quarterback is flipping the play, and all of a sudden it changes who you're supposed to take or what the receiver's supposed to do on a hot route or whatever else, it starts to stress things. So if you're missing those things within the cadence, it causes for things like you saw where Bradley Chubb runs free. Or yeah. CeeDee Lamb is running one way and a ball goes another way. And so... There's a reason you don't style point road wins. That's why? You you think that it's just... It's something where that that impact right there? Uh-huh. I mean, that's one of them. You, you don't, I, I don't... I don't ever style point a road win. You get a road... You get a win in the road. I don't care if it's by one point or 30. Dude, just, 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 just survive it. Survive the game on the road and move on to the next week. Yeah, and it's... I, I think it was... The more you go back and watch some of the stuff that they've had difficulties with on the road, because you remember we're talking about details and little things, stuff that they miss. It makes sense if you put it in the context of stuff is getting lost in the communication at the line of scrimmage. Guys are not understanding what's being changed here. What's being I mean, he's talking about really wild concepts of the idea of he says they're literally in New Orleans when it's loud. Back when Jimmy was here, he said they would literally, like he explained there, hold hands. Like the guard and tackle were holding hands and that when you would get a call from the center, a certain code word or someone come from Aikman, then you would in their heads, they would all have to count 1001, 1002. And then they'd go back like that was the sort of stuff they would have to do to adjust on the road in loud environments. And it sounds like at least Nate Newton feels like and I know Nate talked, expanded a little bit more talking about he thinks they're missing those details. He thinks they're not doing enough to adjust to cadence and communication issues that are presented naturally on the road i mean it's tough it's tough to do i I can't disagree with what nate's saying um but again like road wins are tough dude like they're 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 difficult you you are a all-time team when you go on the road and just handle teams it's frustrating like like, you know like now i'm not talking about like going on the road and beat the giants 40 to nothing like that's that game got away from New York for one, and, and the Giants aren't very good anyway. I mean, like, if they went on the road, and I think they're generally, I think they're probably, like, better than Miami, but let's just say they, they this Detroit game was on the road. Mm-hmm. If they went on the road and beat Detroit by, like, double digits, I'm like, okay, that's a handle you game. That's much more impressive to me than beating the Giants 40 to nothing. Like, the Giants aren't very good. Yeah, I, I get that, but, man, they've got to... If this genuinely comes down to little communication that just has not been cleaned up 17 weeks in the season, that's a problem. Like, like that, not not just a problem. Like, obviously, that's an active problem, but that's a problem of, at least to me, do we feel like that's negligence to any extent? Um. Okay, so here's, so for somebody who never played in the NFL, which, exclusive, exclusive, I did not play in the NFL. I did. You can ask me. All right. And I hate to do it, but do other teams have the same problem? And we don't follow the teams as close as the Cowboys. I think teams definitely have problems on the road. Yeah, um, with communication. Yes, and that's the, so. I, I don't think it's. I don't think it's negligent. I, I think teams have problems on the road. I don't think teams have the disparity that Dallas does. Do they have disparity on the road because they're bad on the road, or because they're that great at home? Like, what is it? Is like uh, so the Cowboys average what twenty one points a game on the road, twenty two on the on the road. Their point differential at home versus on the road is a 177-point gap. No, no, I understand that. Okay, but what I'm saying is, like, are they worse on the road than, like, the other 31 teams in the league? Or 
are they that much better at home than the other 31 teams? They're, they're worse on the road than the other contenders are. Not not relative to the rest of the league, probably. The rest of the league, they're probably about similar. But if you take the top playoff teams, like the top 10 teams over the last couple of years, they are one of the worst road teams. From a record standpoint or points per game? Uh, both. All right, yeah, I'll, I'll take a look at that. Because, Sam- be like, cause yeah, so, you know what I mean? Like, like It could be like that we make them look like they're worse on the road because they're so good at home. Well, who are the two best teams in the NFL right now? Uh, well, Baltimore and San Francisco, bad, bad, bad examples. But I'm just saying, San Francisco goes to Philadelphia, beats them 42 to 17 on the road. Yeah. Baltimore goes into San Francisco, clobbers them, puts up over 30. And so I, I think that those teams have shown we can step into hard environments and we can do it. And those are two really well-respected coaches in Harbaugh and Shanahan. Yeah, no, that's true. You're not, you're not wrong. Not and, at all. And, and I don't know. A lot of it probably comes down to, look, they've, they've had issues with, getting consistency along their offensive line in terms of getting the right guys together. But they've had that that group in place essentially since week six. Week five, actually, was the San Francisco game was the first one. So they've had that group together. And if that communication's bad, if the ability to communicate your cadences is not effective on the road, that sounds like something that should have been drilled down on deeper, that should have been addressed in a deeper fashion earlier in the season. And here's my thing. If that's the case, if that's the excuse, or not the excuse, because there's a difference between excuses and explanations. If that's the explanation, Chop, mm-hmm. can that be fixed in the next month before you I, have to go on a road run? I, I, look, I would think that if you haven't fixed your communication by December, it's probably not getting fixed. So have they essentially damned themselves at this point? No. Yes. <laughs> How many home games do they get? That's the question. Like, probably zero. To be honest, probably zero. That's probably what you're looking at right now. Because, like, let's if they make the Super Bowl, that's a that, that's a that's a neutral environment. They could do their cadence at the Super Bowl. Uh, I would have guessed at the Super Bowl they're going to have a majority crowd, no probably. matter who they face. Probably. And now, if they face like a, uh, if they face Cleveland, who's never been in it, mm-hmm. maybe not. Right? Like, maybe not because. You might have every Browns fan in the world. They've been saving up. They've been saving up their money for 55 years. Right. So you might, maybe not, but like for the most part, yeah. But but even still, even if they didn't have a majority crowd, I think they still would be able to do their cadence because it's such a neutral environment. I mean, they were able to do it in the fourth quarter against Miami. Were they not? I mean, they did. Yeah, because they had, I, I mean, Miami's not this huge advantage. Like, like as a, a home environment. Right. right. Uh, like, I mean, Miami plays well there, but that crowd has not been a huge advantage. Correct. Correct. All right. So that's a little Nate Newton uh, yep. audio good, here. Good explanation, I think, of something that gets talked about a lot and something that we've pointed to. And just, I, I don't know that the average fan has a great understanding of it. I, I thought, just for myself, I think I learned something there. I know Hagee had said afterwards that he was glad Nate took as much time talking about his dick because it helped him learn something. So hopefully you guys learned something there at home, too. Uh, yep. We uh, hope, hopefully, uh, hopefully you did. G, uh, excuse me, K and C, not the G bag nation. K and C is in Burleson today at the Buffalo Wild Wings. Let's do a little bit of degenerate action. Three NFL and a ton of college. We both sound the same now. I know, right? You can make some money in college football. You can absolutely make some money in college football right now if you're paying attention to all the opt outs and what these opt outs mean. 3-0 the other night, 2-1 last night. Just wrecking shop. Crushing it. Crushing it, boys and girls. Uh, let's uh, you'll do college or pro first. Let's get some of these college games. Okay. I like Oregon State plus the six against Notre Dame. It's at the Sun Bowl. Um, it's a fantastic setting uh, for a college football game. They, they, they do such a great job at the Sun Bowl. Everybody used to be the brute Sun Bowl. I don't. That was the that was the, the brute. sponsor, Brute, the Brute Sun Bowl. They got a great game they, on paper, and then everybody opted out. Uh, but the difference is that Oregon State has gotten this circle the wagons mentality. Bowl games are all about desire. Always remember that. Bowl games are nothing more than about who cares to play in this game more. And when you have, go ahead, which is the only time I feel like you would say. Who wants it the most is a reasonable talking point I mean, it, in a football it game. It absolutely is. Because you you discard that 
in most NFL games. I discarded all NFL games for the most part. Just who's the quarterback? <laughs> but in in bowl season, because football is such a game of it is a game of emotion. And if the other, if you're just not- this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Not in it. If you're just kind of going through the motions, you're going to get run. Mm-hmm. You will get absolutely run, and we've seen it. We have routinely seen it throughout the history of the sport since the BCS and the playoff, especially the the more opt outs that happen. I mean, you got you got teams like Florida State. I mean, they are missing twenty five of their forty four first and second stringers. Man, I mean, like, but you know what? Like, maybe they care. Those third stringers care more. Like, and that, that might actually play a role. But Oregon State's got the circle of the wagons mentality. Us against them, they lost their quarterback. They lost their second-string quarterback. They lost their coach. I mean, everybody transferred. Uh, but Notre Dame, they're missing a ton of guys, you know, that, that are not going to play in this game that have opted out. Uh, so, I like Oregon State plus the six. Same situation right here at AT&T Stadium in the desert as Ohio State put <laughs> On social media. In the yep. dessert. Yes. They they first saw to call North Texas the dessert. Then they called it the desert. Looking like a whole snack. And then they added a capital D in that one. Uh, so they think we live in the desert in a related story. We do not live in the desert. No. We don't. But Missouri plus the four and a half. Why? Ohio State, until about 20 days ago, thought they were playing in the Final Four. And now they get relegated to the Cotton Bowl. That is a we-do-not-care-to-be-here game. Yeah, Missouri, this is Missouri's national championship. They're in a BCS Bowl, a New Year's Six Bowl, whatever you want to call it. I still call it the Bowl Yeah, Lions. I was going to say, that's not BCS. but it's a B- Remember, the, the, the other bowls used to be called BCS Bowls. Yeah. All right? I used to call it the Bowl Alliance because it still is a bowl, right? Those Alliance Bowls. Yeah. But now they call it the New Year's Six. This is a, the New Year's Six for them, for Missouri, is like the Super Bowl. Take Missouri plus the four and a five. Four and four point five. I like Penn State minus four and a half against Ole Miss in the Peach Bowl. Why? Lane Kiffin does not even attempt to coach these games. They get destroyed in every dang big time bowl game that they play in. Take Penn State minus the four and a half. Maryland plus seven against Auburn. Why? Simple. The Big Ten views games against the SEC as difference makers for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Maryland is actually not that bad of a team, and their opt-outs are actually not where the rest of the league is. They got some guys playing. This is a quirky one. I like Georgia minus four and a half of the third quarter of their game against Florida State. The Why? third quarter bet. That's a very particular bet. Why? Well, I mean, uh, they're they're. If you look at their history, they generally, if they're gonna, they generally play well in the third quarter. Interesting. Um, could be because they get the, the ball at the start of the second half a lot of times. Um, who knows? But just take the third quarter. It's also a low number. That's why. The first quarter, the second quarter, the fourth quarter are different. They're, they're higher. Take the fourth, third quarter minus the four and a half. 
I like Alabama plus one and a half against Michigan. Oh, my gosh. Bobby, you are going to be so wrong coming in here on Tuesday morning because Alabama is going to beat Michigan uh, so bad. I guess the joke's on Alabama. Why? Because uh, the Morgan Wallen song. The joke's on Alabama because oh, yeah. Michigan's going to kick their yeah, butt. that's right. Uh, and then, I'm sorry to say this, but I like Washington plus the four and a half against Texas. Dang. To cover or to win outright? I, I like them to win outright, too. But to cover for sure. That's I, disappointing. I know. I, uh, I, I, thought, I thought all bowl season that it was going to be Texas was going to win this game. The closer we get to it, the numbers just are. The, the, what, what really threw me is the sharp money. The sharp money's on Washington. And that threw me for a loop. Dang. What do you got on the NFL? Uh, Detroit and the Cowboys. I like the over 52 and a half. That's too low. Cowboys are scoring 36 at minimum in this game. Uh, so I like the over 52 and a half. I like Baltimore minus three against Miami. And I like Arizona plus 11 and a half against Philly. That's the one of the week. Yeah. That's just too high. Philly has not beaten anybody by double they, digits. They're not year. 11 and a half points better than air. Okay. <laughs> I, I do not understand that spread at all. I but, thought about San Fran minus 13 against Washington. With a backup quarterback, that's too many points on the road. They are 7-6-2, I think, against the spread this year, Philly. Uh, are they? They lost three straight against the spread, right? Yeah, well, there was a point this year where they were like 6-1 and one against the spread. Uh, I think they were like, yeah, they were 6-2-2. Uh, two and two. But So it's been a bad run for them. It's been a bad run. Lately. And they're not being, like, I thought. They're not winning this. Double they're di- they're du- going to win this game, but they're not going to. Sean and cover. I talked about this last week. Double-digit spread against the Giants was ridiculous, even yeah. when they were at home. Right. So, Right, so there you go. I'll put these all on the social media uh, at RJ Choppy on Twitter. It is time now for the junk drawer. Did you know that Benjamin Franklin invented the junk drawer? Junk it, Robert, RJ, Ralph. I got the uh, man. I made the Morgan Wallen reference. Mm-hmm. I got the Morgan Wallen one. voice today. I, I need that uh, that vocal rest this weekend in a bad way. Get that voice back, Kid Rock. Says he's done. He's done boycotting Bud Light. Kid Rock is done boy. He, he, he So they had their, they finished off their fiscal. Holy cow. I mean, they were. Bad year? Bad. I, I think I think this is a record setting bad year. Well, Kid Rock in an interview. Uh, first off, recently there were some, uh, some controversial photos leaked of him drinking some Bud Light. And so that created some, some accusations of hypocrisy. But he was doing an interview uh, recently. He was doing an interview recently, and he said, I think the point's been made. I think Bud Light understands what they did, so no need for me to continue my boycott. I'm done with it. They've gotten the message. So he says, message has been made, and he's not boycotting any longer. So Kid Rock will no longer hold up the mantle of don't drink your Bud Light, RJ Chopper. It's it's tough for them because, like, you know, I, I went to college in the Deep South, man. Like, Bud Light was where it was at. You wanted to find a beer in 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 the in the southeastern United States. You went for the, you went for Bud Light, and that's where the boycott largely hit. I've just never liked light beer in general. I like light beer. Bud Light, Coors Light, Miller Light. Coors Light is my favorite of Coors Miller and Bud. It's my favorite too. Um, I used to be exclusively Bud Light. And then my roommate in college was like, "It tastes like green tomatoes." So every time I took a bud, sip of Bud Light, I kept thinking about green tomatoes, and that ruined it for me. So I can't touch one. I haven't I've had one in never years. had green tomatoes, so I don't know what that tastes like. I assume that I haven't either, but I assume it tastes like they taste and smell like tomatoes. That's all I could think about. So I was like, that ruined it for me. So I, I moved over to Coors Light, and now I'm exclusively on on, uh, on Cerveza. Oh, yeah. It's a beer. Yes. It's either Modelo or Corona. Not You're not a Dos Equis guy? No. I mean, I'll have it. Have you had Tecate? Yeah, a Pacifico. I've had them. Yeah, all those. And you, you, those aren't in your regular rotation. No, I usually stick with uh, Modelo or uh, Modelo Special, uh, or or Corona Extra. All right, there you go. Not you the premier, not the light. Yes, uh, one of the biggest crimes over the past twenty or so years is we were robbed of T Pain's voice because of Auto Tune. Man. So, you know, he he debuted on The Masked Singer a couple of years ago. Yeah, and he won it, didn't he? Yeah, and he blew everybody away because obviously he was singing with his natural voice and he was fantastic. And, man, he's become, I, I know what you're about to play here. He has become, I, I love listening to him 
cover like big ballad songs yeah. because he's so good. So he did a uh, he did a set, all right, uh, a co- little concert, if you will, of cover songs, which was awesome. I went back and watched a lot of this. It's called On Top of the Covers, live from the Sun Rose. And T-Pain's got a little bit of a band in the background. And, I mean, he is playing all kinds of genres of music from country to kind of like, you know, early stages, heavy metal, rock and roll, some little bit of like R&B and hip hop. Like, he's doing all kinds of stuff. And listening to this voice, we were robbed. His auto-tune robbed us of this amazing voice. Pay, we have a couple of song, song selections here, right? Yeah, this first one, oh, it's for all you country lovers, a Chris Stapleton classic, Tennessee Whiskey. Yours, it's Tennessee Whiskey. It's a great song. Dude's got a voice, man. Hey, hey listen. Listen. Man. He is really good. By the way, didn't Stapleton do the anthem at the Super Bowl last year? Uh, last two year, years. two years ago. Two one years. of them. By the way, uh, that's Chris Stapleton made it famous recently. I would not call it a Chris Stapleton classic because, of course, David Allen Coe originally recorded it, Peyton, and then it was He's George Jones a little bit later. He's been so, canceled. yeah, Allen Coe's been canceled a little while. I'm just saying it, <laughs> that, like, that, yeah. that song existed long before Chris Stapleton. It did, like it did, but out. it's it's like he no doubt made it. He t- he made it mainstream. Yes, he carried it for like, sure. It, those guys did it. He made it mainstream. There, there's. There's no doubt. All right, what else do we have? We have we have more T Pain selections. Yeah, we got. Uh, I believe this is Black Sabbath, uh, War Pigs by T Pain. Yeah. Such a jam. Just like witches said, black masters. that plot destruction. destruction. I never knew what Ozzy was trying to say in this song. Because it's Ozzy. You can't understand a word he says. No. But this is this is so good. So and he's, good. He's got... I, I've heard him talk about it before. It wasn't that he he was told he couldn't sing coming up. It was just it became his niche. Yeah. It became his... It became his... Just like Roger Troutman could sing back in the day, but he used that voice box. You remember Roger Troutman, Computer yeah. Love and stuff yep. like that? He had to use the he used the little voice box thing. Man, he can, he can belt him out. We have any more? Yeah, we do have one more here. It's a, oh, it's an '80s classic. My favorite journey. Don't stop Ooh. believing. Just a small town girl living in a lonely world. She took the midnight train going And all these songs can be on found on Spotify. I didn't realize that they released it there, but you, oh, can, really? you can download them. Yeah, if you look up T Pain, he's got the whole concert on Spotify. Man. This is great. He is, and he's become such a likable, like, social media figure. Yeah. And, people and are saying, this, people on the Trekker.com text line saying he's great on his Twitch. Oh, yeah. His Twitch stream is great. He does a podcast. He does Twitch. He is he is one of the more likable figures out there these days. And, and he's got a really interesting story where, man, he went broke. Like, he was, he 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 talks a lot about financial literacy. I mean, literacy. I bet he, well, he was in love with a stripper. He had to go broke. He, he, he talks a lot about financial literacy now and how, like, hey, celebrities, you need to be aware of where your money's going, how much money you actually have, like how much money's coming in versus what you're spending. You need to be aware of all this stuff. And so he's had a really nice bounce back. I'm a, I am am a big fan of yeah, not just his voice and everything else, obviously, but just his comeback. That, that's what I love. So He had uh, a really good song, like, last year that came out, too. Did he? Yeah, that's just tips, I think. I hadn't heard it. It's good. I'll I do. It for I do break. enjoy all of his covers, though, like his mass singer stuff. Because the, the the one he auditioned with was um, the Queen song. Uh, uh, Don't stop me now. Don't. Oh, stop, stop me now. I thought you were talking about like the Queen of England. No, like, he and he he started belting it out, and the judges there were like, "Who in the world could this possibly be?" They thought it was Having such good. Yeah. Time. Oh my gosh. Having the ball. It was it was absolutely fantastic. I loved it. Uh, we got time for one more. One more. Quick. Do it. <clears throat> okay. Uh, a Texas woman is in hot water because she stole her Uber driver's car before a flight because he was too slow. 
A woman is under arrest in Austin after she stole her Uber driver's car because he was taking too long to take her to the Austin airport. According to the arrest affidavit, this 27-year-old woman was arrested for allegedly stealing the Uber driver's vehicle and using the driver's credit card without consent. Just before 12.30 a.m., the Uber driver picked her up from a hotel in Austin. While driving to the airport, the report states that the Uber driver said she became upset about how long it was taking to get to the airport. She proceeded to grab the driver's throne, phone, throw it out the window, prompting him to stop so he could retrieve his phone, but it was a diversion tactic so she could get in the front seat and drive with the speed that she wanted. This is obviously inappropriate. You shouldn't do it. But I know I've been in a car before with an Uber driver and been like, you need to go about 20 miles per hour faster, dude. Man, I will say this. Uber drivers do drive annoyingly slow. Gosh. I've never been in an Uber. I don't, I don't know if they have some kind of rule like within the app where they have to drive a certain speed limit. Otherwise, they get like fined or dinged or whatever. I don't know. I have no idea. I think they do. I think a lot of them do have tracking on their vehicles, I believe. Like for and, and a lot of them have insurance discounts that way and stuff like that. Now, have you ever seen mug shotties? Are you familiar with that page on Instagram? No. It's just like attractive mug shots from around the mm-hmm. country. So I think she belongs in mug shotties though. She's cute. Bobby, she looks like she will she looks like the kind of girl that you would see at a bar, you would go home. You would do whatever, and then you would wake up in a bath full of ice, and your she kidneys were missing. She looks very fatal attraction. I'll take a little sip. She looks very fatal attraction. She looks like she would steal your kidneys. Man, she those, those eyes are piercing there. Yeah, they are. All right, there is a little bit of the dr- uh, junk drawer. Not the drunk drawer. The junk drawer. We will pick this Cowboy-Lions game coming up next. My five things, my patented five things I want to see. That's all next year on 105.3 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 